When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome once again to another episode of In That Number. I'm your charismatic host, Ray Hunt. Joining me again is the intrepid explorer, the Moscow mush, Kevin Milverton. Say hi, Kev. Привет. Hello. You right? Um, yeah, lovely, beautiful, sunny weekend here. Oh, you, so you're in you're in Moscow again? Yeah, back in Moscow. Yeah, I'm not, not going anywhere for the foreseeable future. But okay. yeah, lovely, lovely weekend. Um, we went out for a barbecue in the in a park yesterday. I was uh, watching the match on the mobile internet through the tablet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, beautiful, beautiful weather. I can't say the same here. It's absolutely chucking it down here. Well, it's a bank holiday weekend, isn't it? Yeah, August bank holiday. You'd expect nothing less. Part of the course. It's exactly. Okay, so we're going to go into the news um, this week. Not an awful lot to report. The one thing that I do want to talk about is um, Josh Sims moving to Reading on loan for the season. Disappointed with that? Definitely, yeah. I mean, a lot of talk in the preseason about which of the players are going to get time in the first team uh, throughout the season. And Sims is obviously one of the players that you want to see more of. And yeah, to see him go out on loan it was definitely disappointing. Yeah, I'm gutted. I am gutted. Um, he had a, he had a, yeah, me too. I mean, he had a, he had a good season, I think, for what we saw of him last last season. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, definitely sad to see him go. I mean, the Alfie Jones has gone out on loan. We talked about him last that, that's week. That's a I good think. move, though. Yeah, uh, Ryan Seeger as well. I mean, who's left mm-hmm. out of the the young players that we're famous for producing? Well, you got Hesketh, you got Target, who's come back this year. You got Sam Gallagher still around, but um. McQueen. McQueen, yeah. Yeah, I'm dis- I am disappointed with the Sims move. I mean, he's been on the fringes of the first team for about three years. And he, mm. I mean, he's not really, really... I mean, he's 21. And he's, he's even had, a, you know, Europa League experience as well. So I think 21 is a good age to be making his mark in the first team. Whether, whether yeah. Mark Hughes thinks he's not good enough or it's just not in his plans and he needs the minutes. And I guess Reading... Reading are going to give him those minutes. And they actually have. I mean, they've played twice already this week. I don't know if you know. Yeah, um, they drew two-two with Blackburn at Ewood Park, mm. and he come off the bench. And then yesterday he come off the bench again, and he won a stoppage time penalty at um, Villa Park um, to earn a one-one draw. So I think the Reading fans are, um, are taking to him already. So it's going to be good for him. But, um, anyway, good luck to him. How long can these players keep on going out on loan? Are they ever going to be good enough? Um, this is a very good question. I mean, you can still look at James Ward-Prowse as a, a youth team player, really. I mean. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. From what he does. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, a few seasons back, I mean, we, we, we were famous for um, all of the, the youth talent coming through and then being bought by Liverpool, United or Arsenal. Yes, it's, 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 it's a business. It's making money. It's, that's what we do. But if they're not getting first team no. play, then how are we going to continue doing that? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Just do what everyone else does and just buy the talent instead. Hey, welcome back to the second half. So we're going to dive straight in um, to the Leicester game. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> so the Leicester <laughs> game. So, okay. Talk to me, Kevin. 2-1 confusing lineup. Um confusing? Okay, yeah, McCarthy in goal. Yeah, um, that really confused me. Vestergaard and and Hoot as the the back two of a four. Um no Yoshida even on the bench. Yeah, um, I don't know what happened there. Bednarik no looking either. Um and then, yeah Bertrand and Suarez um either side of them. Um Redmond, Hoyberg, Lamina, Oyunusi mm, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, mm-hmm. Hoiberg getting looking over Romeo, yeah. debatable. I think that's something to be applauded. So. Um, and then, yeah, Ings and Long up front. This harks back to what I said last week when I said that Mark Hughes doesn't quite know his best eleven. I, th- I still honestly think he's experimenting with, with everything and seeing how they play against each other. Sorry, with each other. Well, I mean, he was experimenting in pre-season with, um, mm-hmm. with three at the back or five, depending on how you look at it. And yeah. now he seems to have... Um, Gone for a back four and yeah four four two and still still doesn't quite know. But as you said, um, Austin, I mean, he didn't do much in the first two matches to, to warrant a start necessarily, but he didn't do too much wrong, I don't think. Um, and Shane Long, we haven't seen anything of him at all. And yeah, for him to start, um, yeah, very big surprise. Yeah. Okay. Well, going into the game, um, it, Saints have failed to score four out of six home games. That's not good. Not good at all. They've had one win this calendar year as well um, for in all of last season. The, you know, the home form no. is, is crucial. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a big big problem and everyone knows it. Yeah. But first half, um, I think we looked quite promising. Started um, very was, well. Yeah. In the first 20 minutes or so, we looked very tasty and um, Hoiberg seemed to justify his uh, inclusion in the team. Um, Redmond, Bertrand and Lamina, again, linking up well, mm-hmm. um, like they had in the first two matches. Um, so we thought, yeah, pretty strong. And, and Vestergaard, um, he again looked impressive. Um, he was really frustrating uh, Gray and, and Madison as well. And um, he even got a chance in, I think, in the, in the first half. So, yeah, it seemed all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw it. They had lots of endeavour without creating too much in, in the ways of clear-cut opportunities. I thought Lamina was excellent all through the game, and I thought Redmond was too. Yeah, um, and they, yeah definitely. They were attacking... Um, and Bertrand. Yeah, yeah. Well, down that left side, um, they were attacking... Who's the mm. um, right-back for us? Daniel Marty, um, down, the, yeah. down the left. Putting pressure on him, putting lots of crosses in, getting corners, and they, they honestly looked... Look like they were going to score, but it's just that it, they just don't have that cutting edge. They don't have anything about them that can, you know, turn these this all this pressure into goals, and that's what they've been struggling with, like last season, season before, and it looks like it's going to happen again this season. Yeah, I mean, managed to frustrate them a bit, but just not finish them off, you know. Not yeah, that's that's the worry. Do the business in the final third. Oh, you know, at yeah. half time, I was thinking to myself that we don't want to look back at this at the end of the season and think 
this was one of those games that, you know, what if we would have taken our chances against Leicester? I mean, if it means three points from safety, I, I, I honestly, I hope it doesn't get to that. But we, we don't want to look back at this and think, yeah, we need, to take, we need to take our chances in these sort of games. It's still early on. I don't think um, anyone look this far back in, into the season. Um, I will. At the business end of things, but <laughs> maybe. But I mean, you could say that about um, either of the previous games as well against um, Everton and Burnley. If we'd have taken our chances, we, we could have come away with a lot more. Yeah, so um, second half started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full of no, it was it started, it started very well because in the 52nd minute, Ryan yeah. Bertrand popped up and what a goal, what a strike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, incredible, really. Um, I'm, and I'm, um, Hoiberg as well. Lovely ball across the face of the goal. Um, I don't think he was looking for Bertrand, but... <laughs> well, I mean, Ings just fell on his ass, didn't he? But, yeah. Um, yeah, Bertrand got to it and, yeah, my God. Well, well. Yeah, it was a decoy, that's what it was. Yeah, and he smashed it into the top corner. Yeah, and I would go as far as to say that that was the goal of the week. I'm trying not to be biased, but... I can't. I haven't seen a goal this weekend that, that matches that. The way that he hit it, fantastic. It's... Saints' goal of the season, so far. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I go along with that. But in true Saints style, the joy lasted an amazing four minutes because Damari Gray popped saying. up and equalised from a, from a fault at the back. And Cedric, he was, um, he was not, to blame. Not just Cedric. No. I mean, no one runs at Iheanacho when he gets the ball. Hoot's absolutely fucking nowhere to be seen. And yeah, you're left with Cedric... The short man. But Cedric's header was... Um, he is, the, why is he heading standing. it back there? He needs to get the ball out. It was terrible. There's a little bit of a mix-up. I think well, it was um, Elianusi. Yeah, I mean, you, you want better cards. The big fucker is the, is the, is the last man there. Um, you, you don't want Cedric heading it. And no, but it always yeah, seems the case. Absolute disgrace. Yeah. I mean, That's why we need Yoshida in there, to organise them properly. Yeah. Do you know, I wouldn't be disappointed if we had Stevens and Vestergaard as the centre-back pairing. I, I, I think that would be a yeah, lot better. Because I mean, um, you've got who? two different players there. You've got the height and you've got, I mean, I'm not saying that Jack Stevens is the quickest, but he's certainly a lot quicker than Vestergaard. Um, and I think they might complement each other a little bit better. But then, as I say, Yoshida still needs to come back into the team as well. But the thing that annoys you me... Don't is we like, desperately need him. Yeah, we need something back there. Um, and that goal came out of nowhere as well. I mean, Leicester didn't I say the first half of Saints, it was all Saints for me. Um, and Saints started the second half well, yeah. scored the goal, and we thought that's it. But then out of nowhere, just a stupid defensive mistake again, and we're dropping too many points from these winning positions. Did you know only West Brom um, were the worst in that stat last season? And what happened to them? Yeah, yeah, they were the worst of all the teams that have stayed up, definitely, um, for losing from winning positions. Bournemouth are good at the opposite. Um, yeah. What, yeah, we should be learning from them. And then after that goal, Saints just looked zapped. I think Leicester looked the better team then. Just collapsed. Yeah, yeah and it, sure. it, must, it must be a confidence issue. Um, yeah, the team just didn't... I mean, Leicester looked like they, were, they, they could take the game, but they yeah, saw it out just, a little bit. no confidence. No, and then um, what happened? Um, yeah. We got, we're going to have to talk <laughs> I don't, about I don't it. Want to, don't want to talk about it. No, we're going to have to talk about it. It was absolutely disgraceful. The, the dive uh, Hoiberg sent off for simulation. It's embarrassing. He, he cost us the points. He's let his team down. And I hope he's feeling guilty. I hope he feels really bad. And I, I, this diving, it just needs to be it needs to be driven out of our game. We, we need to... I really... I mean, what was he thinking? I mean, it's, who was he supposed to be 
simulating um, uh, some sort of attack from from was it, was it Indeedy or from Amate? Like um, I don't know, but I don't understand why he could have stayed on his feet. Surely, if he stayed on his feet, he could have got a shot off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could you could you could have passed it across. I mean, there there are people from running up. So it's a, it's why, a why horrible, die? it's just why blatant die? cheating. It is uh, referees need to start issuing straight red cards and lengthy suspensions for this because it's the only way it's gonna it's gonna kick it out. I honestly think I mean his first yellow card was a cynical one anyway, but it's got they've got to give straight reds for it. It's cheating. Well, I I think until until they get VAR in, um, there's no way you're gonna stop it because there's a human fact they're relying on the the referee to. Um, Give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but I'm not VAR the is not the issue. Not, it's not going to. It's not going to solve it because VAR is still subjective, and you're still going to. Who are you to say that that was a dive? It's not going to. It won't completely stop diving. Still, that, I think the, that was definitely a dive. Though. Oh yeah, that one was. That's yeah. probably the most blatant dive. Saints Saints needed to change their game plan. Rightly so. They had to play more defensive. So they went and took. Elianusi went off him, and he got punished for Hoiberg's mistake. And I, they bought. I think they bought Romeo on, didn't they? Romeo on. Yeah. Yeah. And then Armstrong uh, came and that on kind for of long. Skewed the formation a bit. Yeah, they were just. I think yeah, they I, were... I'm amazed. Like Long didn't make his mark on the game at all, and he played 86 minutes of football. I, I just don't. I don't know how you can justify leaving him on there for so long, even after um, we've gone down to 10 men. No sense whatsoever. Well, yeah, Long didn't get on the ball enough. No, but I don't think he was. He played bad. I don't think he was the worst player. I think. Yeah. I, I, he he put a shift in. He always does. He always works really hard, but he just didn't get. He was he was on working on scraps. He didn't get the ball. Okay, but you're now a, a goal down. They've equalised, and you're down to ten men. Um, you're really at best going to try and hold out for the draw. The, the, there's no reason you, you should have uh, two strikers on uh, uh, for the last fifteen minutes or so. True, but having said that, since since the red card, Leicester didn't really press. They didn't really stamp their authority on the game. It was 1-1 at that point when when Hoiberg got sent off. They didn't look like they were going to score again then. But all the chances were there. Yeah, and Saints looked like they were... I mean, they were seeing the game out then. That's what they had to do. But then, of course, the inevitable happened deep into stoppage time. Harry Maguire drilled one low. It threw a lot of traffic as well. And well, I mean, it was quite smart. I mean, he gets onto that left wing and you've got about yeah four players around him. And, um, yeah, just moved to the centre and, and, yeah, puts it through. It was a Vestergaard, didn't get to it. Vestergaard um, missed it, yeah, he didn't get his Romero didn't sorted. get to it either, yeah. yeah. So but to be fair, though, it didn't look like he was going to score from where he was. Especially, you know, a, a centre-back like him, he, he, he's not going to shoot from there. I think Hugh said that he didn't expect it, you know, to shoot. No, nah, kind of just rolled in. But, yeah. Um, and Austin was left to man-mark him. I, I don't under- oh, yeah. understand that either, but, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was, but then it was bitter. It was a, it was a bitter one to take because I don't think they deserved it. Looking at the game as a whole, I don't think they deserved to lose, especially not not like that. And it leaves um, after the red card. I think it was to be expected. Yeah, but yeah. I'm definitely disappointed. Very strong first half, dominated possession, loads of shots. I mean, out of the um, how many do you have? Eleven shots on yeah. target. Yeah. Sorry, um, five on target. Sorry, eleven shots. Yeah, eleven five on shots. Target. Um, most of them were in the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was looking like well, one-one. Our prediction was pretty spot on, but Again, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just another one that got away. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. is going to be another what if when it comes to May. It's going to be oh, that one. I will remember that. Well, we'll see. But we'll see. Another tough one, Kev. I'm going to ask ask for your man of the match. Um, Harry Maguire. Yeah, another one. A Saints man of the match, please. <laughs> Right. Um, 
God, um, Bertrand. Yeah. yeah, I could see Bertrand, but I, I think Lamina for me, I think he was outstanding. I thought defensively. I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, between Bertrand, Redmond, and Lamina, because um, they did all play well together. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, Lamina was brilliant. Bertrand, Bertrand was good. Um, fantastic goal. Um, Redmond looked a threat. Yeah, so I think he deserves it for that. So anyway, on to the league position. They are at the time of recording, they're sixteenth with one point. Um, not good. <laughs> it would finish sixteenth, and that Liverpool Liverpool would win it. And at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's three games. Liverpool it's looking, aren't winning, Liverpool aren't winning anything. Liverpool will not win a bloody thing this year. Again. <laughs> right, I'll take you for that. <laughs> okay, welcome back to the extra time period. Um, this is a this segment where we're going to check our predictions from last week, checking with fantasy football as well. Yeah, how we doing? No, okay, right, well, we both predicted that Saints Leicester would be 1-1 so nothing yeah nearly right nearly right yeah a couple mm-hmm. minutes out um, so no points so that at the moment it still stands 7-5 to me but then it's all to play for next week because we, I think we've, did, we, did we go different on both fixtures um, we did yeah there you go so we've got some changes next week then um, fantasy football check in yeah okay alright so yeah um... who's winning well, top of the league this week is, at the moment, I mean, there's a couple of games to play, but um, Gray and Irvin are Irvine. Um, um, yeah, he's top on 172 points to buy Kevin Kuzin on 160. Um, yeah, I had a bit of a, a shocker this week. Uh, you you, so you didn't you Hang didn't on. do that bad. Well, I mean, I've already got, what, 22 points this week? Right, OK, let me stop you right there. I'm on 21, really I'm on 21 points, yeah. right? I stupidly put yeah. Ryan Bertrand on the bench. OK. Terrible, wow. right? You had Hoiberg and Richarlison sent off. Yeah, um, Wilfred, two red cards. Yeah, two red cards. Wilfred Zahar has been sent off. Um, sorry, no, he hasn't. You're joking. No, he hasn't. He's just bloody scored as well, just as we speak. <laughs> no he. No Wilfred, way. Yeah, he has just scored. So it's 2-1 there now. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that could not have been any... any oh, the timing could not have been better. Um, Zahar was booked, Brilliant. sorry, early on. And now he scored. Okay. It looks like you've got some discipline issues with your squad there, Kev. Like two players seeing red cards in your midfield. You want to sort that out. They're fucking beasts. <laughs> okay, yeah. is there anything else you need to add? Just another thanks to Matt Markstone from the Southampton Delivery Podcast for giving us a shout out and inviting us on. So, um, yeah, we might be on sometime soon. Okay, you can catch us in all the usual places. Um, In that number podcast at gmail.com is our email. Find us on Twitter at number podcast. We're on Facebook. We're on iTunes, Spotify. So, yeah, like, subscribe, leave a review if you like. Um, So, yeah, until next week, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network.